Pirate Wire Radio. Frontlines Indie Journalism as part of Pirate Wire Services. Frontline Indie Journalism from the Global South to you. Pirate Wire Radio. Transmission initiating in 3, 2, 1. Piracy commencing. Pirate Wire Radio. Colombians came out in mass to choose the country's congressional lawmakers and presidential candidates. Colombian presidential elections began this Monday with the opening of polling stations. Hello, and welcome back to Pirate Wire Radio. I am Joshua Collins. And this week we are talking about Colombian elections. Voters go to the polls this Sunday in the first round of presidential elections. Um, assuming no one gets more than 50%, which at the moment seems unlikely, but anything is possible in Colombia. The two candidates with the most votes will go to a runoff held at the end of June. So what do you need to understand to see what's at stake here? Well, that's what we're going to explain in this episode. The first thing you need to know is that these elections are taking place in the midst of a serious deepening of the social-cultural conflict and a profound humanitarian crisis, worse even than before the 2016 peace accord signed with the FARC guerrillas. The International Red Cross Committee has been able to identify six different armed conflicts in the country and in 2022 to date, there have already been more than 40 massacres. To explore the country's socio-political situation in more depth at this important political moment, we spoke to Jimena Sanchez, director of the Andes at WOLA. The elections that are going to take place this Sunday are pivotal in terms of determining whether or not the peace process in Colombia will continue or it will be um, rendered just a piece of paper. The insecurity in the country has grown tremendously since Duque has taken office with 2021 being very intense, large numbers of massacres, a increase in internal displacement, ongoing killings of social leaders, and more recently in 2022, in addition to more massacres, killings of social leaders and internal displacement, two armed strikes, one by the Gulf clan that recently paralyzed about 11 departments of the country and uh, generated uh, quite a bit of an economic loss in some areas, as well as food insecurity, as well as another one by the ELN guerrilla group. So the insecurity context of the country is very worrisome um, going into these elections. That said, Colombia recently, a year ago, went through a civic strike that was met with mass um, repression by the police, including killings and people's eyes being taken out and sexual violence and thousands of other um, incidents of human rights violations. And so the strike basically um, led to tremendous discontent towards the national government, a lot of um, suspicion and doubt of the public forces and, and anger.
current frontrunner in the polls, Gustavo Petro, is the ex-mayor of Bogota, current senator, and in his youth he was a member of Rebel Group in 19. His vice presidential candidate, Francia Marquez, has drawn considerable attention. She is an Afro-Colombian woman, which is something that is surprising enough in Colombian politics, which are traditionally dominated by white men from wealthy families. He's currently polling at 35.8% in the polls. He has run a campaign largely on strengthening Colombia's social net, as well as re-implementing the peace accord and investing in clean energy in an attempt to wean Colombia's economy away from a hydrocarbon and extraction economy. In addition, he has been a staunch defender of implementing the 2016 peace agreement in entirety, parts of which have been stonewalled and delayed by the current administration of Ivan Duque. The second is Federico Gutierrez, the former mayor of Medellin, which is the second largest city in Colombia. Gutierrez is running a right-wing campaign that has been largely endorsed by Colombia's traditional parties, including the party of current president Ivan Duque, which is called Centro Democrático, or Democratic Center. Right now in the polls, he's holding at about 20.8%. And the third candidate we need to worry about today is Rodolfo Hernandez. He has been running a outsider right-wing anti-corruption campaign. He's the ex-mayor of Bucaramanga, and a lot of his critics, as well as supporters, have drawn comparisons to Donald Trump calling Hernandez, the Trump of the tropics. Right now he's pulling about 19.1%, which is within the margin of error against Gutierrez. So basically one of them will be competing against Petro most likely in the second round. His political ideology is pro-business. He has endorsed uh, expanding the war on drugs and is running on an independent platform. When he was governor of Bucaramanga, he did work, though, with traditional right-wing parties in the region. National Registry of Colombia announced that all guarantees are in place for the development of the presidential elections, which will be accompanied by more than 27 international organizations. The campaign season has been marked by multiple scandals and irregularities of all kinds, including allegations of vote fraud during the primaries, which were also legislative elections in April. The most recent scandals have been a complaint about an alleged absence of international oversight as Colombians go to the polls. These claims have been made largely by Petro. But most of the candidates agree that there have been no full guarantees for uh, a safe and stable elections. The Public Defender's Office released a communique on May 19th that stated that over 200 municipalities are at extreme risk of election violence and a thousand more are at an elevated risk. Amina Sanchez clarifies here a bit for the international community what that panorama means. In terms of international monitoring, there have been cases of monitors not allowed in the country, others stopped at immigration. 
However, overall, there seems to be one of the largest international monitoring efforts ever. You have a historic delegation of Afro-descendants, for example, from the United States going to monitor um, the elections. You also have uh, people from all over the world. The Mission uh, Observación Electoral has recruited people all over in the country and internationally, both in the country and for the consulates around the world. So there are actually a lot of eyes um, going into these elections, which I think is very positive and will help mitigate efforts of fraud or um, other efforts to uh, try to um, skew the votes. That's all for now, Pirates. We'll keep watching the elections between now and polling day. This Sunday's polls are about more than just presidency. They could be decisive for Colombia's future. So stay tuned for more information next week and don't forget to follow us. You can subscribe to our updates at piratewireservices.substack.com. Follow us on Twitter at pirate underscore wire and listen on Spotify at Pirate Wire Radio. Ciao for now. Pirate Wire Radio.